the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour, I'd like to welcome you to the program. Whether you're staying up late or getting up early, I'm glad you decided to start your day or end your day with us here at the Gypsy Christian Hour. We're a live program here, but before we do anything, we want to pray. We want to seek the Lord and just ask Him to bless this next hour. So, Father, we come before you, Lord, asking and seeking, seeking you for who you are, Lord. You are awesome, you are mighty, you are all powerful and worthy of all praise, honor, and glory, Lord. And I pray that this next hour would give you honor and glory. Lord, that we would proclaim the name of Jesus, the name above all names, and that we would call upon that name, Lord, for all that we desire and need. Lord, those that are hurting, those that are, that are listening right now, that are in need of, of a change, of a blessing, Lord, I just pray, Lord, that they would call in tonight and that you would answer each and every prayer. I pray a blessing on each and every listener, each and every caller, Lord. And I desire for you, Holy Spirit, to take over you. Do what you desire to do, Lord, in this next hour. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, again, you're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour. We're a live program here at KKLA, ready to take your calls, ready to talk about the Bible, ready to to just, however the Lord leads tonight. Being a live program, we never know what's going to happen here. But we know that the Lord's in charge. And we know he's able and abundant to do beyond, exceedingly beyond the things that we ask, request, and desire. So if you need prayer, if you need to pray, if you need God to make a change in your life, to whether it's a, a, a physical healing, a spiritual healing, a, a whatever, whatever's going on in your life, whatever's going on with you right now, if you have a need, God has the ability, the power, and the desire to heal and to bless your life right now. You know, it tells us in Philippians, the fourth chapter in the sixth verse, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God which surpasses all comprehension will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. You don't have to be anxious. You don't have to be worried. You don't have to be on the edge of your seat nervous. You can have the peace of God when you pray, when you seek him, when you desire him. If you have a need tonight that needs to be met, I invite you to call 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552 for the on-the-air calls. If you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, if the Lord is just putting somebody on your heart right now, somebody you know is suffering in the hospital or with an illness or with whatever, you can call in and stand in the gap. Stand in the gap for those who either aren't praying, can't pray, don't know how to pray, haven't come to the Lord yet? Yes, if you know somebody who hasn't received salvation, who hasn't received Jesus as their Lord and Savior, we can pray for them tonight. So if you have a spouse, a loved one, a friend, a relative, whoever that you know that you want to pray for, 
Call in tonight. The number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552. Well, what question is on your mind tonight? What have you been pondering, wondering, never had the answer to? You know, is there a Bible question? Is there something in Christianity that you want the answer to? If there's something in theology, doctrine, world religions, the cults, the occult, whatever question is on your mind tonight, well, give us a chance to answer that question. Give us a chance to look in the Word of God and see what does the Bible say about your question? Where's the answer? The answer's in the Bible. Who's the answer? Jesus is the answer. You know, Jesus said, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Jesus is the answer to everything. Whether it's a physical condition, a spiritual condition. You know, the, uh, Isaiah 53 tells us that Jesus is the answer to our situation. You know, he was bruised for our transgressions. He was beaten for our iniquities. By his wounds we are healed from our sins, from our trespasses, from our wrongs, he's able to forgive and give you his grace and mercy. So whatever your need is tonight, God is the answer. Jesus is the answer. Call in the numbers 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552 for the live on-the-air calls for your prayer requests, for your Bible questions, your testimonies, praise reports, whatever's on your mind tonight, give us a call, 888-995-5552. Well, as always, I want to encourage you to be in church. You know, we need to get back to church. You know, we were out of church for over 18 months, almost two years. You know, churches were shut down. Well, they're open up now. Churches are having live services, and I want to encourage you to be in church. The Bible says in Hebrews not to forsake the gathering together. Not to forsake. Don't give up getting together. You know, even though the government said that uh, that churches was not a necessity, churches were not you know had to be closed down. We know how much of a necessity it is to be together in fellowship, to be together for praise, to be together for worship, to be together to hear God's word. So wherever you are, support your local church, the church that you've been going to, the church that you know, the church where you got saved. Be in church. If you don't have a church, if you don't know where to go, give us a call and we'll try and find a church in your area. You know, either leave us your phone number, your email. Uh, where you live, and we'll get back to you with a good church in your area. We are blessed in Southern California with so many good churches, so many churches where we can trust that the Lord is being praised, worshipped, and preached. So be in church. If you're looking for a church in the Pasadena, Arcadia area, I can recommend the Hills Church Arcadia at 805 North 1st Avenue in the city of Arcadia, uh, 10 a.m. every Sunday morning, Pastor Walter Hoffman is the pastor there. Uh, I encourage you, if you're looking for a church to visit or make your home, uh, come to the Hills Church, Arcadia, 805 North 1st Avenue in the city of Arcadia. Well, we're going to get to our phone lines. Uh, we're going to pray for some people first uh, that have asked for prayer. Of course, we want to pray for Ukraine. You want to pray for a peaceful ending to this uh, horrendous war that's going on that that Russia has begun, uh, that has been in Ukraine for over a month now. So many people have suffered, died, been displaced, cities destroyed, women, children, innocent people just murdered for no reason at all just because of one man's selfish ambitions. You know, we want to pray for the end of the war. We want to pray for peace in Ukraine. We also want to pray for Joey and Desiree, uh, especially for Desiree's healing. We also want to pray for Scooter and Sally. We want to pray for Dennis, for Seth, for Valerie, Kylie, for Jeanette and Cynthia. We also want to pray for Mimi, 
for her health. She's asking for a touch from the Lord for her employment, for her housing and finances. Also, we want to pray for Alma for a healing from drugs. So, Father, we come before you, Lord, again, seeking and desiring your hand to move upon those who would call upon you, Lord. Lord, all these who have called upon you, Lord, Alma, for the healing from drugs, Lord, that you'd set her free from this drug addiction. Lord, I pray for for Joey and for Desiree, Lord, for Scooter and Sally, Lord, that their plans would go through, Lord, and that all would go well, and for Desiree's healing, Lord. I pray, Lord, that your perfect will would be accomplished in their lives and for their children. Lord, I pray for Dennis, for Seth, for Valerie, for Kylie, for Jeanette and Cynthia, for salvation, for your blessing, Lord. I just pray, Lord, that all would be done according to your will and your purpose and your plan. And I pray, Lord, for Mimi, Lord, for her health, Lord, that you would heal her totally and completely. And, Father, that you would just touch her life from the crown of her head to the soles of her feet and that she would have gainful employment, Lord, housing, somewhere where she could live, and also for her finances, Lord. You said you would... Provide for all of our needs according to your riches and glory in Christ Jesus. And we thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for the answer to these prayers. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, again, you're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour. We're a live program here right now in studio. So call in tonight with your prayer requests. Call in tonight with your Bible questions. Call in tonight with your comments. Whatever's on your mind, especially we want to hear from you about praise reports, because we're encouraged when we hear what the Lord's doing. If he's done it for you, he can do it for others. So encourage us, encourage the people that are listening to know that God is still at work. The number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552 for the -the on-the-air calls for prayer requests, questions, praise reports, and whatever else you need to talk about, pray about, and just seek the Lord about. Let's go to our first caller. Again, it's 888-995-5552. Let's go to our first caller and talk to David. Hi, David. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. Hello, Sam. Hi. How are you, sir? Doing well. How are you doing? I'm okay. Um, I'm wondering about double-mindedness and what the Bible says about it and what it is. Well, what particular scripture are you t- are you talking about? Because he talks. Well, it says it says uh, a double-minded man. In other words, sometimes he's. You talking about James? Right? Pardon me. You talking about the book of James? I think that's where it's talked about. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh-huh. But it says he's he's one at first. He's with God. He's very close. And then he's all of a sudden he slips away. Goes off into all these other, you know, these other. Well, it's just the double-minded man is like the way where the sea is tossed and turned mm-hmm. by wind of doctrine or motion or something like that. I don't well, know it, it it's talking about what he's saying is uh, don't be just a hearer of the word, but be a doer of the word. Yeah. You know, uh, don't just, uh, I'm trying to find the, the scripture that you're talking about. Uh, I, I don't know where it is. It's, it's, in, it's in James. It's in James. Oh. Hold on. Okay, let's do this here. Do this one more time. Uh, well, anyway, in James, it's talking about do not, don't be just a hearer of the word, but be a do, doer of the word. Don't be like somebody who, who goes to a mirror, sees his reflection, and then forgets what he looks like. Yeah. You know, that's being a double-minded person. For you, 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 you see, but then you forget. You forget all about it. So he's telling, don't don't be like that. Don't be just a hearer of the word, but be somebody who hears the word, and then obeys the word and does what the what what, what the word tells us to do. You understand what I'm saying? Don't be double minded. Don't 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 be a double minded person to tossed to and fro, you know, by every wind of 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 uh, doctrine or wind of uh, expression, you know, whatever, you know. Good. Doesn't it say that double-minded man is also someone who is, at first he's he's right there with God, he's he's doing the, the will, 
He's obeying. He's doing things. And the next next moment, he's far away or he's away. He's doing other things. He's getting in, in the world. He's getting off into things that aren't of God. Well, yeah, it says don't be don't be carried away by every yeah, whim or I, temptation. I thought it, that's what I you know, about. but be but be steadfast in your in your desire and hold fast to the word and do the word. Don't just be yeah, a hearer of the word, the word but the doer of the word. By doing the word, you're getting back with God. Mm-hmm. You're staying focused. You're staying on the path. By doing, you're, you're actually just mm-hmm. being obedient. You're, you're, you know, you're, um, you're, 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 you're keeping your your walk straight. You know, and you're not getting off into the world. Right. Okay. Is that well, me? Okay. Well, I hope that helps. It does. Okay, David. God bless. Thanks for calling. In. Let's go to our next caller and talk to Jeremiah. Hi, Jeremiah. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. Oh, hi, Sammy. How are you doing today? Doing well. How are you doing? Doing good. Well, we're still living in the motels, but, you know, somebody asked today, I wanted to get my testimony, because the Bible says we'll defeat the devil by uh-huh. the blood of the Lamb and by the power of our testimony. We were praying, and I don't know, we was worried how we was going to pay for the next room because the room where we were staying, we only could stay 21 days and we had to get out of there. Uh-huh. So I don't know. So anyway, we prayed all day. We left it in his hands. We surrendered. Then one got an old king, and he was just hanging at the door, talking and doing, and I never seen him then. And I prayed for him, and then the Spirit of God told him to give me $100. And then somebody else called my mother, but... I'm not going to mention any names and said he's going to give my mother $400, but he already gave my mother 100 So that's uh-huh. almost 600 we received almost. And then also uh, we found this guy, his name is Alex. Now he knows God. He believes in him. He taught me some Hebrew names. And he just, you know, every time he just keeps treating us. It's like God's favor raining on us. You know, mm-hmm. he keeps feeding us. He said what he told my he bought my mother sandwiches. He just keep doing you know, I don't know, we we just been receiving a lot of blessings. Like when we went to the motel now, instead of them charging us two hundred and forty dollars for two days, they charged us a hundred and sixty dollars for two days. So the Lord has been blessing us, you know what I mean? We've been Amen. receiving a lot of we've been receiving a lot of divine miracles. Mm-hmm. Well that's that's like great. Favoritism. That's great, then, Jeremiah. Uh, I wanted to ask you something, okay? Why does it say that in the Scripture? Because this guy, Joe, he's not really baptized the right way. He's baptized in the Catholic way, but I know the Bible says you have to be baptized to go to heaven. So do you have the Scripture? The Bible, do, the Bible does not say you have to be baptized to go no, to heaven, not, not Jeremiah. not to be baptized, but, I mean, don't you have to be baptized to, to be recognized, to show the the, uh, the show, like, no, the Bible does not say that baptism is a requirement to go to heaven. Jesus said you must be born again uh, to go to heaven. Baptism is only an outward sign that you are a Christian. It identifies you as a Christian. You know, Jesus said, you know, that those who believe and are baptized, okay, belief is the main uh, subject there, oh, not yeah. baptism. I understand that water won't save you, but also we do it too. You know, like you you, said, you, you know, get this. baptized because you're a Christian. You don't get baptized to become a Christian. You know, you get you get baptized because you're going to heaven, not in order to go to heaven. You yeah, know? you go. Yeah, you get baptized to go to heaven. No, you don't get also, baptized. No, 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 no. Don't don't put words in my mouth. You don't get baptized to go to heaven. You get baptized because you're going to heaven, because well, well, you believe. Well, I wanted to ask you anyway. Do you have the scripture that talks about baptism? Uh, in uh, in uh, Matthew 28, okay, Jesus tells his 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 disciples to go uh, and make disciples, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Now, but that's not a requirement in order to go to heaven. The thief on the cross did not get baptized. That Jesus told him that today you will be with me in paradise. So baptism is not required to go to heaven, but all Christians who believe in Jesus should be baptized. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's what I told the guys. I said you should get baptized because 
the Catholic way, I don't know, because I don't know if it's right, you know. And also, even Jesus got baptized. Yes. You know, the Bible says but he didn't get, yeah, yeah, but he got baptized in obedience to the Father that, to, for, to, to uh, set the example for us. But that's why we get baptized too for yes. obedience. Yeah. That's why. Not to go to heaven, I mean, we go right. Because we know, because we're Christians and right. we okay. Jesus in our hearts. That's that's right, Jeremiah. So now can I oh. pray for you? Because we've got other callers too, Jeremiah. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. Well, Father, we just pray for Jeremiah, for his mom. We thank you, Lord, for your, for providing for them, Lord. And I pray that you would continue to provide for them and find them a place, Lord, where they can live permanently, Lord, so they can get out of the get out of the the, 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 the motels. And Lord, that you would provide a steady income for Jeremiah, that he would work, Lord, and put his hands uh, to the to, to the task of working and providing, Lord. In Jesus' name, we thank you and we praise you, Lord. Amen. Okay. Okay. Thank you. God bless you, Jeremiah. Let's go back to the phone lines and talk to KC. Let's see. Uh, Hi, KC. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. Hello. Hey, Sam. How are you? Good. How are you doing? Yeah. I'm I'm okay. Good. How can we pray for you tonight? Um, I don't know that I need to be prayed for. I, okay. This is my first time calling. Um, I was just flipping through the stations, and I, I heard you um, and your prompt. And I do have a question, okay. because I have a dad who recently passed away this past July from cancer. Oh, I'm sorry for your loss. So sorry. Um, I appreciate that. And my question to you, because... Um, you know, the grieving process is so complicated. Mm-hmm. My question is that, you know, everybody says, you know, well, thank God you had him for as long as you did. Thank God he went quickly. Um, my question is, is that when people say, thank God that, you know, fill in the blanks, when we were praying to God that he would be cured or healed why were why were those prayers not answered, but others were? Mm, good question. You know, and most good questions don't have a great answer. We don't know why God answers some prayers uh, in in the affirmative, like you know, granting our our desire for healing and saving our loved one for us here on earth. And why he answers sometimes by taking that loved one into heaven. But if you look at it from God's perspective, the best thing he can do for us mm-hmm. is bring us into his presence. You know, for, for us, death is a terrible tragedy. But the Bible says that better is, a man, is the day of a man's death than his birth. You know, and that's a, that's a hard pill to swallow sometimes, but it's the truth. You know, when we when we die as Christians, as believers, we go to a place of everlasting joy, and peace, and health, and 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 everything that we desire. You know, the Bible says in 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 Corinthians that what eye has not seen, what mm-hmm. ear has not heard, and what has not entered into the heart of man. All this God has prepared for those who love him. Well, where is that? That's in his presence in heaven, not here on earth. That's for sure, because in, in Jesus said, on okay. this earth, you know, you will have trials and you will have tribulations. You know, uh, as, long right. as, as long as we right. live here, we, we, we suffer sickness and disease and problems and, and a cursed world. Understood. Absolutely. Absolutely. And don't get me wrong. I'm not as focused on the afterlife and how his soul is now. Uh But somebody said something very profound to me after his death. Um, she, She reached out. She's a devout Catholic. And she said, you know what, Casey, she said, everything in this life, God has already planned. And then... I, you know, I took that and I said, well, if it's already planned, then why do we pray? Right. If God knows what's going to happen, because, because that's our part of 
of this life and our relationship with God. You know, God knows his plans. Jeremiah twenty nine eleven tells us, I know the plans that I have for you, plans for your future, uh, not to bring calamity upon you, but to give you a future and a hope. You know, he knows the plans that he has. We don't. And ultimately, prayer is not trying to change God's mind or get God to do something. God, Prayer is ultimately lining up our will with God's will, finding out what the Lord wants to do and lining up our desire with his desire. Yes, it says in, 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 uh, in Philippians, be anxious for nothing, but in all things through prayer and supplication make your request known unto God. Does that mean God doesn't know your request or your need? No, he, he knows already what, all, what every need in your life is. But he wants us to get into the habit of making, bringing those requests to him so that when he does move, we know it's him. And what's going to happen? It says, "And the peace of God, which and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus." So, prayer ultimately is us getting our will lined up with God's will. Thank you for explaining that to me. So, can I ask you? I guess I, I a more simplified question. Sure. When we do. Um, profess these desires, like, wouldn't mm-hmm. please God pray that my dad, you know, lives, da 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 um, and this is sent up to God, what, you know, I mean, the, the attitude that it's met with is this, oh, poor dear, you know, she'll find out, she'll know the way, or is this, oh, stupid peasant, she'll find out. <laughs> I mean, oh, no. I don't, I'm not what? sure, I'm not sure what I'm following it? you, Casey. You know, you're asking about God's attitude or or people's attitude. I'm not no, sure. No, I'm asking about what do you what do you think is God's attitude? If we pray, but it's already pre written by Him. Uh huh. What? Is, how is it received? Like, is it? Oh well, you know. Oh, oh wow, she's but she's asked. 18 times today. Oh, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I know. I, I understand what you're saying now. You know, I, I believe personally that God hears our prayers, okay? And mm. he says to himself, yes, but I know a better way. I know the perfect way. Okay, okay. Do you know what I'm saying? Okay. You know, he hears what we want. I do. And a lot of times he says, mm-hmm. yeah, I know what you want, but I have the better way. I know the, I know the perfect way to answer your prayer. You know, God sometimes doesn't always give us what we want, but he always fulfills what we need. You know, uh, it was time, unfortunately, uh, again, I say I'm sorry for your loss because I know personally, I know what it is to grieve the loss of loved ones. You know, we, we, we've lost, yeah. it, during this pandemic, uh, I've personally lost friends, loved ones, my, my mother-in-law, uh, you know, we, we've lost uh, I, my best friend in the world. You know, uh, he was only 57 years old. 50, no, he was 62 or 63 years old, and he passed away from COVID. So I, I, I know what it is to lose, to hurt, so how to is grieve. That a better way? How, how is because this, he did. How is this a better way? It's a better way for the one who passed away, not for the ones who are left behind. We grieve. We go through the through the loss. We we go through the stages of grief, but they, they when they close their eyes here on earth, they open their eyes in joy. You know, they open their eyes in a in an eternity of of joy and peace and and health, and you know the 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 best that God has is 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 waiting for those who who pass on from this earth into His presence. You know, uh, we see that in in. Uh, in Jesus's words, you know, when he, when he when he talked about Lazarus and the rich man, you know, Lazarus, when he passed away, when he died, the angels came and carried him into the bosom of Abraham, where there was abundance of peace and grace and you know uh, joy. You know, he had he had everything he wanted and needed uh, after he passed away. You know, on this earth, he suffered. It says the dogs came to lick his wounds and, and his sores, and he begged in front of the rich man's gate, you know, it doesn't say how long, but most of his life. 
But yet when he passed away, when he died, the angels came and carried him away. So for, so for them, it's the best. It's the best thing that can happen. You know, the uh, Bible tells us... Uh, I forget supposedly, what, supposedly, supposedly. Well, I don't believe it's supposedly. I think, it's, I think that, 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 that that's fact. That that's evidenced by okay. Jesus's words. You know, you know, we're we're not uh, left to 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 how can I say this? Think either way. This is uh, directly from the Word of God. This is what the Bible said is prepared for those who love Him, who those who who receive Jesus as their Lord and Savior. You know, your dad passed away as a believer. Well, he is in the presence of God. And he is enjoying eternity. Uh, and if you could talk to him, if, if you were able to ask him, Dad, would you want to come back? He would say, no, I, I'm happy here. I'm happy here. He wouldn't want to come back. Even though, you know, uh, we miss them and we love them and we mourn the loss of, of, of them being with us here on earth. You know, they're, are, they're better off where they're at, even though we would want them here with us. And again, Casey, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I grieve with you because I've lost loved ones myself. You know, would I like to have them back? Sure, I would. I miss them, but I know that uh, that it's different for them. That they're that they're where right that now they're where they want to be uh, in the presence of God. Yeah. So I hope I hope that well, helps you. I, mean, I, I hope that yeah. brings you some comfort. Thank you for taking the time. I, I appreciate it. I mean, this is not something that has a definitive answer. Um, you know, I don't necessarily agree with if they had the you know the option to come uh-huh. back to Earth that they wouldn't well, necessarily well, want it. Well, let me ask but, you. Let you me know, let me knows? ask you a simple question. Do you believe that the Bible is the inspired Word of God? Um, I believe that a lot of people think it is. I'm not asking a lot of people. I'm asking you personally. What do you think? I, per- yeah, I, I personally do not. Okay. So mm-hmm. why don't you? Well, the, the Bible claims to be the inspired word of God. It says all Scripture is inspired by God, or God breathed from the mouth of God to man. So, what would make you say? Okay. What well, What makes you say no? It's not. I mean, who, who wrote it? <laughs> okay. Did God sit down with someone and say, okay, here, transcribe this? Well, you know, um, like, God used men to write his word. He used over 40 different mm-hmm. authors uh, He, he over a time of 1,500 years uh, in three different mm-hmm. languages on three different continents. So that's a lot of information right there. And you would think that there would be, with, with all of that information, with 40 different authors, over the time span of 1,500 years, 66 different books, that there would be some contradiction somewhere found uh, in all of these writings. But the miracle is there isn't. It is one uh, seamless message of God's salvation to all of humanity, sharing God's love and grace and mercy. And it's been proven through manuscript evidence that we certainly have what God originally intended us to have through those writers, through those authors that he used from Moses to John the Apostle. So when you look at the evidence for the Bible, uh, it's easy to believe that this is the Word of God. And if it is the Word of God, then he tells us that what eye has not seen, what ear has not heard, and what has not entered into the heart of men, in other words, it's beyond our imagination, this is what he has in store for those who receive him as Lord and Savior, die on this earth, and are taken up to heaven. And Paul tells us again, in, in, in his letters, that to be absent from the body, in other words, when we die, we're present with the Lord. So there, there's, that's, there's something for you to think about, and I hope that 
you might consider rereading or, or start to read the Bible and be comforted by his words, be comforted by what he says, no, not by I, what I say. And I'm, I'm so appreciative that you've taken the time. I'm certainly not here to insult anybody or, or you know, belittle anyone's beliefs. Um, I just have a different okay. um, set well, of beliefs, and that's absolutely fine. But thank you so well, much. It was a pleasure I, speaking I, to I you, Casey. You God bless you, my friend. God bless you. All right. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Well, let's go back to the phone lines, and uh, we'll next we'll talk to Terry. Hi, is this Terry? Yes, it is. Hi, Terry. How can we pray for you tonight? Well, we're still in uh, our vehicles and hotels, and I had a bad night yesterday and this morning on the lupus that you know i've been mm-hmm. really sick well, and i'm supposed to go to the doctor on the 8th of mm-hmm. uh may uh regarding that lump that on my ribs site mm-hmm. uh, it's just been bothering me and keeping my husband in prayer because uh, he went to work one day of last weekend and uh, when he got there the, there was nobody to take care because he's security mm-hmm. and when he got there they changed security so he was without uh, work right. so God is good because you know paying so much per week at a hotel yeah. sometimes we don't have enough I did call in to see if who could help us, and you have to be living like in a a tent uh-huh. in the street in order to qualify. And I'm like, you're gonna be kidding me! Oh my. I tried Section Eight, yeah. and they said that it's a five year waiting list. I don't think I could make it in my car. Yeah, that's for five years. Well, let's pray, Father. We come before you, Lord the God of salvation, the God of abundance, the God who supplies all of our needs according to your riches and glory. And Lord, I just pray, Father, that you would provide for Terry, for her husband. Lord, that you would get them out of their car and into a a house or an apartment somewhere, Lord, where they could live and thrive and be safe, Lord. I pray for their needs. I pray for for Terry, for, for this lupus, for healing, Lord, from her whatever... Every ailment, whatever's going on, Lord, in her body, Lord, I pray that you would heal her totally and completely. Lord, when she goes to the doctor, Lord, that there would be a good report. And I pray, Lord, that you would that you would bless them in a way, Lord, that they don't expect. Lord, that you'd bless them from unexpected places, Lord. Just pour out a blessing from heaven, Lord, and, and do all that you desire to do for them, Lord. Lord, we have trials and tribulations, but we know, Lord, that you can get us through every circumstance and every situation. So I pray that you do that for Terry and her husband, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. God bless you, Terry. Let's go back to the phone lines, and now we're going to talk to Alma. Hi, Alma. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. Hi, I need a prayer for my cousin that's battling addiction for the past seven years, and he's in ICU at Ronald Reagan Hospital right now, but I'm asking for an opportunity for him to recover because he has no brain function, but I'm also asking God to help us have an opportunity to help him also, to teach us how to help him, you know? And what's his name? First name. His name is Julio. Julio. Yes. Yes. Lord, we pray for Julio right now, Father. We just lift him up to you, Lord. And Lord, though there be no brain function, Lord, you can restore every nerve, every cell, every brain function, Lord, that is necessary, Lord. You're able to do it, Lord, because you created him, Lord. He was created in your image, Lord. And I just pray, Father, Lord, that you would save him Heal him and free him from addiction, Lord. Lord, that you would be the God of his salvation as you are the God of our salvation, Lord. Be his. Save him, Lord, for for those around him who love him, Lord. I know you love him even more, Lord. And I pray, Lord, for 
a quick and total and complete recovery. And I pray for Alma and her friends, her family, Lord, that you would give them wisdom and knowledge and understanding of how to help, how they can be of service to you, Lord, with Julio, with others, with, 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 with whatever your desire is for them, Lord. I just pray for a good outcome, Lord. I just pray for your will to be accomplished for Julio, for Alma, for her friends. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God bless you, Alma. God bless you. Thank you. Good night. Well, you're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour, and if you have a prayer that you want to offer up that you need answered, if you have uh, uh, something going on in your life that you need God to make a, a change or just touch in a way that is a healing way for you. If you need healing, if you know somebody who needs healing, call in tonight. The number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552 for the live on-air calls. If you need prayer, if you know somebody needs prayer, if you have a question, uh, call in tonight. Uh, We've passed the bottom of the hour, and I just want to remind you that we are a listener-supported uh, program here at KKLA. We depend on your help, your finances to stay here on the air. So if you would consider praying, pray this week and see if the Lord would ha- have you uh, support us here financially. Uh, it's something that we, uh, we, we, we need in order to stay here on the air. So if the Lord leads you to send in a donation, whether it's $5, $10, $50, $100, whatever, uh, large donation, small donation, it's all appreciated and goes directly to keep us here at KKLA. So you can make your check or money order out to the Gypsy Christian Hour or GCH Ministries and send it into P.O. Box 93917, Pasadena, California, 91109. So I hope you'll consider uh, us worthy of uh, your financial contribution it's greatly appreciated. Like I said, whatever you send in, small or big, it's all appreciated and it's all used to go directly to keeping us here on the air. So as the Lord leads you, you can make your check or money order out to the Gypsy Christian Hour or GCH Ministries and send it into P.O. Box 93917, Pasadena, California, 91109. Uh, another uh, quick announcement on... May the 7th, our our friend Frank Sontag will be having another Kingdom Men's Gathering. Uh, I encourage all the men to get out there, be a part of what Frank is doing. It's a helpful, uh, informative uh, time of being together as men of God. So if you're struggling with issues or if you need help or if you know some people, some young men who need help, you know, get out to the Kingdom Men's Gathering. It'll be in Chatsworth uh, on May the 7th. Just Google Kingdom Men's Gathering or Frank Sontag and you'll get to their uh, website. It's KMG Ministries or Kingdom Men's Gathering. So again, Frank Sontag, uh, May the 7th out in Chatsworth, I encourage all the men to get out there. Also, uh, KKLA is having a pastors and first responders uh, breakfast. So that's going to be on May the 12th. Uh, The the, the pastors and first responders breakfast is a free event, but you have to register. So go to kkla.com, and you'll see the pastors and first responders uh, breakfast on May the 12th. I believe that's out in Anaheim. So having said that, uh, I hope you'll consider making a donation to us and get out to KMG, Kingdom Men's Gathering on May the 7th, and the Pastors and First Responders Breakfast May the 12th. Let's go back to the phone lines, and we're going to talk to, uh, let's see here, let's talk to Eddie. Let's talk to Eddie. Hello, Eddie. Yeah, I'm here. Hey, Eddie, this is Sammy. How you doing? Okay. Um, I want a prayer request uh, for uh, my finances. 
Okay. Um, I, I receive a Social Security retirement and a pension. Uh-huh. Now, um, I know money's tight right now, and I just want to pray that the Lord meets my needs for April. Amen. As far as paying my rent and my bills. And I'm looking for a part-time job as well, too, so I need prayer on that. Well, Father, we come before you, Lord. And finances is uh, something, Lord, that we all deal with, Lord. And your 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 word says, "Be anxious for nothing, but in all things through yeah. prayer and supplication." Lord, so Lord, we're depending on you that we don't have to be anxious for our finances. And I pray that Eddie would have peace in his heart about finances, and that you would provide yeah. for all of his needs according to your riches and glory in Christ Jesus. Lord, that you would find that he would find the job, the part-time job that he's looking for. And that even though things are tight and hard right now, Lord, that you would make the way easy for Eddie, Lord, according yes, to your purpose yes. and your plan. In Jesus' name, amen. Yes. Amen. Amen, Sam. Um, I have another question. Um, the, the part where Elisha was, was uh, carried on a, cha- on a chariot to heaven, Right. Uh, was it a real chariot or was, was, what was it? Well, uh, Elisha describes it as a chariot of fire. Okay, so we don't know what it was literally, but the best way that Elisha could describe it was a chariot of fire, you know, like the wheels were on fire. And I think fire depicts God's holiness and uh, his power and his strength, you know, and it just shows that, uh, you know, the, the important thing is not what carried him up, but who carried him up. He was taken up by God. He was one of the only two men in the Old Testament who never tasted death. Enoch was one, and Elijah. They never died. They never had to walk through death's door. They were just taken up alive. They were raptured, you know. And, uh, you know, uh, we're not told how Enoch was taken up. It's just, well, he walked with God, and one day he was not. But with Elijah... Mm -hmm. We have a description of a chariot of fire, and how awesome, how mighty, how you know what what kind of picture is that? You know, being taken up with a chariot of fire—that that, that's pretty amazing. Uh, but we don't know literally uh, what it was, but we believe you know Elijah de- describes it the best way he can. You know, a chariot yeah. of fire. Yeah, yeah. Now, would would any Christian bookstore have a picture of that? A picture. You know, the picture, yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure, the, yeah, I'm sure there's depictions of it, uh, paintings or something like that. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not aware of any, but I'm sure they're out there. You can probably Google it yeah. or something. Okay. The other, the other place in Pasadena, what was his name? What's that? I don't think it's there anymore. The other place in Pasadena. Uh, there was a Christian there. Lighthouse bookstore yeah. in Pasadena on Lake. It's not there anymore. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is, is there, I'm going to check the up. Yeah, just yeah. you know, put uh-huh. just Google Elijah's chariot of fire, and then click on it, and then uh-huh. click on images, and you'll probably find something. Oh, okay. Okay. All right, Samuel, thanks a lot. God bless. Bye. Let's go to the phone lines and talk to Jackie. Hi, Jackie. Sorry, we got uh, disconnected there. I pressed the wrong button. Oh. Thanks for calling back. Yeah, it's okay. Um, I was gonna, I'm still gonna ask for prayer. Uh huh. I hope I have a little time. I I have a question for you. Okay. And my question is, like, I'm reading my Bible. I'm getting close to the Lord. But every time, like, things, I feel positive and everything's going great, something just, like, goes bad. It uh-huh. just, it's like I'm just filled with, like, today I found out news. It's just bad news. And I just don't know what to do with this. Mm-hmm. And my question is, I know, just keep on praying, just keep on, but why, why does the Lord put us through this? Like, why do we have to, like, everything has to go, once you feel like you're like, wow, I'm doing great, this is beautiful, yeah. and then something happens, why? That's my well, question. because we have an enemy who always tries to undo what God does, you know, and you know, in every no matter where when the Lord takes us forward, you know, um, yeah, you know, there's always going to be the uh, the resistance from the enemy, yeah. from the world, and from our flesh. You know, uh, the time that you're doing your best in the Lord, 
You know, yes. that's when the enemy yes. comes. That's when the enemy comes against us the hardest. You know. Okay, so and I, just, and keep I just keep on praying. Just keep on praying. Keep on holding on. Keep on being faithful. I will. Keep going. I will. Don't stop. Okay, I won't stop. Believe me, I will not stop. Amen. I will not. I will not. I, I want you to pray for my family, though. I want yeah. you to pray for my son. I want you to pray for my daughter, my sons, especially because yeah. my son is married, but to an unbeliever, and I don't think he believes anymore either. And um, my other son is like with her. I just found that up today. <laughs> my son told me, and I got to hear this, and there's nothing I could do about it because mm-hmm. he says, please don't say nothing. And I don't know what to do. And I'm just, I know it's wrong, you know, and that's what I'm saying about, it's just, everything just, I'm, I'm, I'm going, I'm going to church, I'm praying, I want to follow the Lord, and I am following Him, and I just, I'm going to keep doing it. But pray for my family, please. Well, Father, I come before you, Lord. Please. I come before you, and Jackie and I, and the rest of the believers the listing lord we stand in the gap for our family for our children lord, yes, lord and i pray that you would give these that you would just move upon them lord with your love and your grace and your mercy that you would reveal yourself to them lord and that they would come to you and seek you for your yes, plan lord. for your purpose for their life lord and i pray for yes, jackie lord. lord that you would continue to bless her lord and bring her closer to you lord that give her wisdom and grace and mercy and strength and power lord and I yes, thank Lord. you, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for the work that you're doing in her life. And I thank, thank you in advance, you. Lord, for the work you're going to do in her children's life, Lord. Yes, that Lord, you Jesus. would bring this family together as a family for the yes, kingdom Lord, of God. Jesus. In Jesus' name. One Amen. more thing, Pastor Sam. Amen. Pastor yes. Sam, one more thing, please. I already went to the doctor for my leg, my knee. My knee's been giving me a problem. And they don't know what's wrong with it. And it's really bothering me. And I'm a walker. I'm healthy. I like to walk. Well, my knee's really been giving me problems. Can you pray? Well, Lord, please? I pray for, for Jackie's please. knee, Lord. I pray whatever's please. going on, Lord, that you would heal her, Lord, that she would be able to please, walk Lord, unimpaired, Jesus. Lord. Lord, from the crown of her head to the soles of her feet, Lord, that she would be healed totally and completely, and that you would repair whatever's wrong with her knee, Lord, that you would do it, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Sam. Thank you so much. God bless you, Jackie. God bless you. Bye-bye. Bye. Let's go back to the phone lines and talk to Carol. Hi, Carol. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. Yeah. How can we pray for you? Hello? Okay, I think we're going to put Carol on hold. Cole, can you put her on hold? Okay. Let's see if we'll go back to Carol in a minute. We only got five minutes left. Let's go to Geedy. Hi. Hello, is this Getty or Geedy? Yes, it's Judy. Judy, sorry about that, Judy. Guy. It's Judy. That's Judy. okay. That's okay. God bless you. How can we pray um, for you, Judy? I am. I'm calling for my grandchildren. They're um, on drugs, and oh. um, my granddaughter, 24, has a little a girl, three. She's a beautiful little girl, and anyway, they're living with these. Druggies. She met this guy, and they're living with the druggies. And then I have a, a grandson, her brother, who's 20, and he's a dealer, and he takes drugs. Oh it, it's a mess, the whole oh thing. And all my girls are not serving the Lord. They're serving, like, crystals and yeah. the moon chart and all this right. crazy stuff. So I'd appreciate um, if but, you would pray for me. And everybody that's been calling, I've been writing their name down. So oh, I God bless you. That's them. awesome. Father, I pray for Judy, Lord. I pray, Lord, that you would give her wisdom, Lord, and strength and supernatural power, Lord, to keep her her grandchildren in prayer and to just keep lifting them up to you as she's calling tonight to lift these children up to you. Even though they're not children, a lot of them are, two of them are at least are adults, Lord. But I pray, Mm -hmm. Lord, that, that these prodigal children, Lord, would come to their senses and come back to you. Come to the Father who loves them and is willing to accept them and heal them and free them from this drug addiction and drug selling and everything that's going on in their life, Lord. You know, Judy mentioned that it's, it's all a mess. Yes, Lord, but you could take the mess and make a masterpiece. 
I pray that you would make a masterpiece out of these children, these grandchildren, Lord, a masterpiece of work that only you can do, Lord, that you would save them from themselves, save them from drugs, save them from this mess that they're in, and bring them into your presence by your grace and your mercy, your love and your power, Lord, that as the prodigal son came to his senses in the pigsty, that these would come to their senses, Lord, and return to the one who loves them. Lord, bring them to Judy, bring them to, uh, to yourself, and bring them back to Judy, Lord, that they would live as a family, Lord, for your kingdom. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, God bless God you, bless Judy. You. Thank you for Take calling. Take care and your family. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Let's go to our last caller and talk to Elihu or Elihu. Hello, this is Sam. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. Hello, Brother Sam. Yes, Eli. God bless you. Yes, hi. Hi, how can we pray for you? Um, My prayer request is for my person. I've been homeless for more than five years, and uh, I've been a Christian, and I've been asking different churches. I've been staying outside churches like in the parking lot, and uh-huh. from everywhere I've, I've been, they've been throwing me away with the police. Yeah. And I just want the Lord to help me out, to provide for me a place to live. Well, know, let's like pray. I've let's pray. to ask them. And uh, for healing for my body because of yes. sleeping in the floor okay. so hard. Okay, let's pray because we're running out of time, and I need to Amen. Let's pray. Father, Amen. I pray for, for this caller, for Elihu, Lord. I pray for his situation, Lord, that you would provide a place for him to live and to stay and to have a home, a house, an apartment, Lord. I pray, Lord, that you would provide for his needs according to your riches and glory, Lord. Lord, homelessness is a terrible thing, Lord. And we pray, Lord, that you take him out of the streets or wherever he's living now and that you would bring him into a place of rest, a place of peace and safety, Lord. Heal his body, Lord from living on the street and sleeping on the hard surfaces, Lord. I just pray, Lord, that you would do what only you can do, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you, my brother. God bless you. Let's go. Let's go. Let's talk to Carol. Hi, Carol. Sorry we got disconnected earlier. How can we pray for you? Um, yeah, I called you a few weeks ago about my daughter, Holly's like the oxygen in the SUV and with everything happening with her, that we had to temporarily have her stay in the hotel because of her condition. Mm-hmm. They did all the piping was done. It's finished, but now a different company has to come and fix all the holes. And um, she's been there 12 days at the motel already. Oh. My church yesterday gave me money to help her stay there till Wednesday morning, but I don't know if it'll be done and I can clean. In time for him to come back. I don't oh. Any more money. Um, well, Father, I just I pray for this situation, Lord. Lord, I pray for this situation, Lord, that you would that you would just con- complete the work that needs to be done, Lord, so that she can come back, Lord, and 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 everything would be well. Lord, I pray for peace upon her life, Lord. I pray, Lord, that you would heal her totally and completely from that, the Lord that. That in her mind that she would think clearly, Lord, in her heart that she would have peace, Lord, and that from the crown of her head to the soles of her feet that she would enjoy the, 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 the vitality and the health, Lord, that you desire to give her, Lord. Lord, I pray that you would bring peace to the situation, that you would bring a good outcome, Lord, that the work that needed to be done would be completed on time, Lord, and that you would bring her back to her family, Lord, and that all would go well. Lord, I pray your blessing upon this situation. I pray your blessing upon this uh, th- this housing, Lord. I just pray, Lord, that you would do everything according to your timing and your, in, in your perfect will. In Jesus' name, amen. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.